A musical adventure. New artists, new musicians, and everyone involved in the world of music. Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. This is J Rod Concerts the Podcast with your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Let's find out what we have this episode. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And no, I'm not referring to Christmas or my horrible, horrible singing. So my apologies for, for that. I'm talking about the basketball season, ladies and gentlemen. As some, as some of you may know, besides uh, being a music journalist, I do leave breathe music. I do love, um, I do love me some hoops. Uh, being from Miami, I do, I do follow the Miami Heat basketball team. And every year, this is the second or third year, we welcome the critically acclaimed singer-songwriter, podcaster, and incredible talent, Andy Frasco, to the show to help us preview the upcoming NBA season. Before we get to that, Andy's new album, The Optimist, it came out recently, and oh my god, is it absolutely outstanding. It came out via Fun Machine Records, Soundly Music, and it is uh, Andy's uh, most helpful and enthusiastic collection. He's uh, opened his heart, opens his souls, and this album has earned the praise of outlets like Westworld, Forbes, and Relics, and my God, he's incredible. And by the way, guys, if you guys have not seen Andy Frasco live, and you enjoy concerts, there's a big hole in your resume, because Andy's one of the best live acts in the world. I mean, he's incredible, incredible, incredible. So check out his dates in his website, if that's something you're keen on. He's a road warrior. He plays, you know, 200 websites, uh, 200 shows a year, basically. So he's always on the road. He'll be in your neck of the woods, andyfrasco.com for dates. But uh, on the NBA season preview, we tackle subjects like, um, not only do we make our picks for Final Four, but we talk about the rookie Victor Wembayama. We talk about Nikola Jokic and the Denver Broncos. The Lakers, obviously, he's a huge Lakers fan, and LeBron James and a whole bunch of other stuff. So, welcome to the show. This is the NBA Season Preview with Andy Frasco. All right, I'm ready for you, Jamie. Let's talk sports. Andy Frasco, my friend. Man, I just got to throw it out there. Lee Optimist, the new album. My God, man, you are just peaking like Austin Rivers. <laughs> This is going up. Oh man, I appreciate it, bro. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm really proud of that record. It's uh, the most vulnerable I've ever been, and I, you know, like you know, like sometimes when you uh, do art or something or podcast, like sometimes you can't re-listen to it after you make it. Well, where yes, <laughs> <laughs> I can still listen to this record, and I still love it. I'm still proud of it. I love them. I play these songs every night now. And I'm still learning more about each song so it's nice and of course Andy Frasco World Saving Podcast as well the host but uh, but Andy you know what let's leave the critical acclaim to the NPR music the relics of the world <laughs> the no depressions and, and uh, the Rolling Stones you know like you, they can take your music time because my oh, friend yeah. um, it's basketball you, baby it's basketball time you know and uh, yeah absolutely it's basketball time my friend so this is the annual, the now beautifully traditional annual NBA season preview with Andy Frasco. So let's do this. Yes. 
There we go. <laughs> I love it. You know, the, the song I hear is the NBA on NBC, you know, because the 90s. <laughs> yeah, that song. You know, like, if you really just, like, listen to that song, that song slaps. It's such a good, like, it's such a good composer. Yeah, I gotta send you the live version. I've seen his live version where he, where the guy, like, bounces a couple basketballs and then jumps into the piano wearing a tux. <laughs> and this, like, 60-year-old Midwestern crowd goes nuts. It's wild. And he, like, jumps out of a cannon and basketball, basketball. I love, that dude was hype. I, I saw a little bit of that, that actually. Oh, pretty hype. Man. All right, so let's get to it. Uh, I, I say let, the way we should do this is let's go through like the main like storylines, and then at the end let's go yeah. on predictions. What do you think? Got you. I'm in. Right. I'm in. All right, let's start with the uh, Victor Wembanyama, this rookie sensation man that he is supposed yeah. to run away with Rookie of the Year honors. He's supposed to to make San Antonio the next dynasty again. He's supposed to change how big matter played forever. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. Right. Right. Did you watch that game last night where he went against Shet Holgram? No, no one's talking about Shet. Shet is going to be a stud, too, from Oklahoma City. No one's talking about that. That preseason game, um, Victor had 21 and 8. No, no, Victor had 21 and 5, and Shet had 23 and 9. Yeah. Yeah. This is insane. And, like, they're kind of built the same way. It's going to be a tough race. I think with. With Shet having one year, you know, because he was hurt last year, and he has one year under his belt of just watching how how fast the game is, I think people should be talking about Shet a little more than the, they are because I know Victor's a a whale, a, un, a unicorn, but Shet's no nothing to, to mess around with either. So I think both those guys are are really changing the game for how a center is played because these guys could like they're like seven. And you know, yeah. <laughs> Eight one legged threes, like God. Yeah, like how do you stop that? Like if you just put if you put a little more muscle on those kids and then um and they shoot just as well like that, but they can like, you know, actually be your center, like your traditional center too. I mean Yeah. It's changing the game. It's like positionless positionless basketball. Yeah. And to your point, I think the reason people forgot about Shed is he got hurt and he was like a kid last year. This year he came oh, yeah. year. He looks like like in middle school when you came back from the summer and some kids had hit puberty. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like now he's got like he's got like three ball hairs now and like a couple chin, <laughs> a little beard, like a strappy beard. You know, he's like, oh yeah, this he's an adult now. He's a seven foot adult. Exactly. But yeah, I love I no, Oklahoma City man. Okay, they're doing it right. Yeah, they're developing. I mean, it's gonna take a minute, but they got studs, dude, and they got Shay like. I, mean, I love that kid. Uh, I love uh, that Australian kid too, Josh Giddy. Okay, I think Oklahoma City is ain't gonna. I think they're gonna be really good. But um, yeah, going back to Vic, Victor. I mean, yeah, I watched. I watched some of his highlights last night. I'm like, Jesus, this is scary. Yeah. Because like, you put some muscle on the kid. He and like, it's just it's just like I don't know how you're gonna stop it unless you know. I always worry about those really tall guys who dribble kind of like the Anthony Davises of the world who were point guards before they get hurt you know that you know your body can't really you know you're seven foot you know seven foot three or whatever like can't be feel like you're always going to tear some something or something knock on wood I don't want to tear anything but he's got to he's got to put some he's got to put some strength in his legs and his and his shoulders or 
yeah. these centers are gonna are gonna yeah. eat him for lunch. But look, luckily he's committed. I'm I'm committed. I'm committed on Victor. I, I think he's gonna be a stud. And the Spurs know what they're doing. If he was well, like with the Hornets or something, he'd be fucked. But yeah, he's fine. yeah, exactly. He's got pop. <laughs> he's got a, he's got like a real coach, and like they're not gonna like workhorse him. They're not gonna like. I think they're gonna like. They're, it's gonna be precious, you know. I, I would be precious too until he gets his his uh, you know his you know his his muscles. Exactly, brother. All right, the, the next topic, uh, and we'll get to we'll get to your Lakers in a second. But this is related to them a little bit of a sore subject. But I mean, Nikola Jokic, man, he's a world champion now, you know, and uh, you know he's a two-time MVP. Now he's a world champion. Uh, he's twenty-eight years old. Um, you know, he he almost averaged a triple double last year. Like you're a basketball savant, where do you see Nikola Jokic climbing now into like that other stratosphere of legends? Oh, it's, it's it's insane. I mean, like he's he's paving the way for all these big these European big men like Victor and it's so funny. Did you watch any of the FIBA games? I did it. Like getting so all the, like the European big dudes kind of have that same vibe, and they're just savants. Like they really. You know, there, it's no bully ball. It's like it's precious. Like I even like Joker. At I was I was watching his um, media day show, and he was like, "They're like, hey, so did you touch a basketball this summer?" He's like, "Nah." <laughs> like he's that good. And he knows he's that good. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I think he he's gonna be top three big men of all time if he keeps this up. You know, I think Denver got worse, but. You still have the Joker on your team, so you have a chance to win it. And like, you could see how everyone's like preparing to play the Joker. So everyone assumes that the joke, like everyone's getting these big guys. They're they're stacking up with tall wings. You know, they're everyone's trying to beat Denver. So I think, yeah. uh, you no, know, he's yeah. and he's only what 20, 27? Dude, that's scary. I love that the big man's back. You know that. I love the three point ball. It's cool, but when when there's a big man, just getting after it, it just makes basketball more fun. You know, I agree, man. I agree, man. And you know, I'm it, over it, this six eight sitter. You know, I yeah. want I want a, I want a seven foot setter just fucking playing holding ball. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, this positionless basketball bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and it made me feel better about the Lakers the way that, like, they played the Denver Nuggets so tough. The way that the, the way Nicole yeah. dominated everyone, including like Ethan, that even though it was a sweep, every one of those four games was like one two possession close. Made me feel good about the Lakers, man. Yeah, I am not mad at how they, you know, I ain't mad about how they um, how they played against Denver. Just you know, yeah, Joker was it was it was optimal, yeah. but also like Michael Porter Jr. stepped up. Aaron Gordon, where'd that come from? He wasn't yeah. like that all season. And all of a sudden, playoff Aaron was just like a different level. I mean, you know, we're we're big, and we got bigger. You know, we we got Ty, um, Terry and Prince, and we got, you know, Cam Reddish, who probably won't do anything. But, like, Art, and we got younger, and we got Rui Hachimura. I mean, we're going to have another year under our belt, and we side everyone for four years who are all 25 to 28. Yeah. I'm thankful that they're finally not just playing this one year. Oh, let's see what the vets do. Like they actually like got a team, got good, got good contracts for everyone, and let's see if they grow. You know, and they're good trade assets if one guy doesn't work because we got them on all cheap contracts. Like I love that the curveball with Christian Wood. Like I'd love to see him at, 
running the four and have AD. You know, if he could get his shot right, then there's like two six eleven dudes on the on the front court. Like, sounds awesome. And you're gonna like uh, the guy. You're gonna like the guy that you guys took to from the Heat. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, Gabe Vincent. Yeah, I love him already. He's a that guy's a shooter. That was, you know, we gave him away because we thought we were having a team or whatever. But yeah, that was a loss. Yeah, you guys, you guys shit the bed there. Like, cause the, he only we only got him for like two million more than what you're offering him. Yeah, yeah. What's your heat gonna do, bro? I, I was thinking about this, dude. Watching the media. Because, you know, we, we, you know, last year we were in the eight seed and then we fucking like turned it on. But at some point, it's going to catch up with us. We didn't add anybody. Mm-hmm. We have a bunch of rookies. Like, we put a lot of emphasis into that heat culture thing where we like, yeah. find, like find like a piece, you know, like underdeveloped record, if you will, and then try mm-hmm. to like, grab it away. It's like getting like a crappy like demo and then we give it to like Andy Frasco, Daniel Lanois, and like Rick Rubin. Hope that it becomes a great. And a lot of times it works, but sometimes, you know, it's going to be just a shitty song. So hopefully it's not this year. <laughs> that, yeah, I love how you guys hyped up Tyler Hero. Like he's like the God's gift from humanity just so you can get, yeah. that, get him in the damn trade. Got green, no one, got green, everyone green. like, yeah. Well, you got to shoot like that. I mean, if you have a chance for a star like that, you have to, you have to go yeah. all out. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, but, the the NBA now though is like um the the big threes I don't know that Phoenix Suns that that pre and those guys look like the F- Phoenix Suns don't spell good to me man like that there's something that's not I don't know Phoenix is I don't know what it is too yeah yeah I don't know either but I watched that game where every all they they all played ten minutes and scored fifteen each yeah I was like whoa but they they played against the Pistons who have they're not a defense team but. That was kind of scary, but if one gets hurt, they're screwed. That's the thing, but if you put your contract money into just three guys, give everyone forty million, and don't build depth, one guy gets hurt and you're screwed. You need depth totally. now. Totally. Yeah. To, to tie it back to the Lakers and finish that off, uh, what right. is you know as a, as a as a super fan on the level of Jack Nicholson and all that stuff, what is like your expectation of LeBron James at age thirty nine? This is insane. I don't even know anymore. He's got to be going to like Germany and like. You know, shaking up his blood with like, like what Kobe used to do. Kobe used to go to Germany and just get the stem cells and just like shake up his blood with like baby blood or whatever. But I thought I don't know. It's I, every year he impressed me. Like I just saw, I watched the preseason game last night. He had fifteen and ten. He's like fifteen, seven, and three in like ten minutes. And he looks faster and he looks. I mean, this is his shot. This is his window. This is it. But I really think he's played for another three to five years. Yeah, it's like, you know, they're and that's what I loved about the, the Lakers' moves this year was they got all these guys where he doesn't have to play forty-two minutes anymore, thirty-seven minutes a game. Like, give him, put him on thirty-two, put him on thirty-three. So when it comes to October, not October, uh, when it comes to like uh, May and June, he's got energy in the tank. You know. I just think what he's doing is unbelievable. Like, who else is doing this at 38? Tom Brady? Yeah, exactly. he was a stud. Exactly. I mean, you got to put him in that greatest of greatest athletes of all time. No one is doing consistent. He's, he's, he's 28 points a game for his career in 21 years. That's Kobe didn't do that. No. The last four years of Kobe's year, he was... Yeah, that, that, was that was bad to see. Those last years of Kobe's career were... It was tough to see, man. He was just tired. 
<laughs> those uh you know 10 for 10 for 40 right yeah who else kind of did well, even like look at who else was the latest like who was that old playing vince carter he wasn't doing that no this no. carter was doing like 80 game but yeah, I think, you know, LeBron's IQ is the key. Like, he's as smart as anybody. Just keep him healthy. And then when the games really matter, you know, he's going to make the right pass, the right decision. That's the Yeah. And look how much he's changed. He evolved his game from playing that bully ball. Like, I'm the strongest, toughest guy. Now he's like, has a perimeter shot. Whoever thought that? You know, he's a, he's got a, he's got a mid-range. Crazy. Well, man, I know you got. I know you got a tour date tonight in Virginia or something. So let's up. Uh, let me move out to one more, and then we'll go to predictions. Let me ask okay. you about a name. Let me ask you about a name that I just want to see your like. What do you think, Zion Williamson? What is happening with Zion Williamson? I saw the ESPN ratings, and they have him like fifty three. How is there fifty three other people better than Zion Williams? I just that doesn't make any sense. It's just he's a stud, and he got bigger. And stronger, I see. I'm a, I'm a Zion simp because I pick him up every year in fantasy. Uh, that he gets like 80, 80 games. You know, he never does. But I mean, you can't beat that power. You can't. I just think he's on his feet. You know. Yeah, I just think he's on his shitty organization. That you know, the same thing with Anthony Davis, like. People think Anthony Davis is just, you know, like an injured prone. He's played more games than Kevin Durant. It was just when he was in, when he was in, he was, when he was with, um, with the Pelicans, they had a shitty, they had a shitty training system where all these guys get hurt and they don't know what to do with it. Yeah. The culture's horrible. So I just think Zion, I think they need to get him out of there. He needs to like, they probably cater them like vignettes or some shit. Some of that like French water food. I don't know what they Exactly. They were like, yo, uh, you're sick. Here's some, uh, yeah, here's some jambalaya and uh, a po' boy. Yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome, though. Well, that'd be awesome for us, but that's what for an athlete, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can. I I think that's a storyline to watch, man. I think that, you know, he's, you know, I think they haven't like extended him or something. Like, this is, this is it for him. I think he's like, you know, running out of chances here. Right. Yeah. And like, Look at Brandon Ingram. That kid was a stud, future stud. And, like, his career didn't really develop him then. I mean, he started because he's, like, a great player, but he's not. Exactly. I don't know. You need the, it's that culture. You need that. You need, he needs to take it. He needs to be on a different team because he's still, what, 23, 24? That's the thing. Yo, he already looks like a guy at Disney World with, like, four kids. I don't know how old he is. <laughs> Have you seen that meme of this, like, him older and he's just like this hey well he's gonna be like the minute he doesn't like just like work out every day he's just gonna blow up yeah he loves eating candy he loves candy well that's the thing with lebron going back to lebron like lebron doesn't put any of that shit in his body like it it just shows like the people who are putting shit in their body blah 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 are gonna get hurt can't just put all muscle over fat Still gonna get hurt. Absolutely, bro. All right, let's go to predictions. Let's go to the uh, all right, you know, Eastern and Western finals. Like, who are your final four, and then break it down from there. Final Andy. four, final four, two for East, two for winner. West, yeah. I don't know, man. I still haven't watched how Dame plays with Giannis, but you can't let. I think that's 
How do you make that? You have a guy who could just punish you. That was the only thing with the Walkers. They, they, have... they lost Drew Holiday. That's a loss of defense. True. True. But with Brooke Lopez and Giannis, it doesn't yeah. matter. They lost a little depth, too. They lost a little depth. So I see that, but... I don't know. I'm I'm still I'm going I'm going Celtics and um I'm going Celtics and Bucks okay. in the East. But I think a team that's gonna surprise the East. Mm. I don't know. I don't see anyone else surprising me in the East. Maybe New York if they get their shit together, but I don't think so. New York's I like that kid. I, I I root for Jalen Brunson. I think he's a good kid. You know, he's like yeah. a true basketball savant. But yeah, I think it's Celtics, um, Celtics, the Bucks. Celtics, Bucks. Yeah, sure. yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think it's you too. Yeah, man, it's one of those years where it's like there's a gap, you know. There's yeah. a gap after the, I mean, the Sixers are a shit show. I can't, I can't trust my Heat to do it again, man. That would be like lightning in a bottle again. I, 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 I don't, I don't see it. Jimmy Butler's older. Uh, yeah, and he got worse. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, Lots I just people left. Yeah, exactly. So I do see Bucks, uh, Bucks, uh, Bucks, uh, Celtics too. I agree. Unfortunately, because I hate. Bucks. What about one? While we're in the East, what team do you think is going to be surprisingly good? Yeah, yeah, that's like a good make one. the playoffs. You know, I, I I think I think the Magic are a sneaky. I was going to say the same thing. Really? And they, they got some babies that are growing there. And Pablo, I mean, that guy, that kid's good. He just needed a couple of years. I mean, yeah, he's good. Yeah, I was going to say Magic, too. I think that's a sneaky, I think they'll make the playoffs. I think they're going to be better than people um, think right. they are. Right on, brother. All right, Wes. What do you got, Wes? Yeah. Um, I mean, you got to put Denver in there. And then, you know, I'm trying not to be biased with the Lakers, but I really feel like if they get this all together, yeah. I said this last year, though, too, and I was right. Yeah, made the point right. You, you guys are better. Oh, uh, yeah. So it it depends on two things. Depends on if the Clippers get Harden, which might happen for pennies on the dollar. But Harden's not a. I don't know. I, that kind of scares me. Harden, Paul, and Kawhi, but those guys don't give a shit. Um, I'm gonna say Lakers. I'm going Lakers Nuggets again. I think it's gonna be the rematch. I don't think Phoenix. I think someone's going to get hurt. You know, yeah, I don't want to wish hurt. But someone Bradley Beal has not been able to stay on the court every year. He's only stayed played forty games a year, fifty games a year. Right. Evan Durant, you know, book. I mean, they they can't stay on the court. Yeah. And like Nurkic, like you're you're relying on your your big man Nurkic, who's been hurt every year. Like I don't pray for hurt, but you know, yeah. sometimes genetics, genetics, you know. You know, mm-hmm. and some teams, man. We, we've been fancied out long enough that we know some teams are just like they got the bad juju. Uh, the sauce, I don't believe in them. I'm not falling again right. for the Clippers. I, I will not fall again for the Clippers. No, no. I'm going Lakers Kings. Lakers Kings. You think, oh, actually, I love that take, actually. I think De'Aaron Fox is a star. I think um, they picked up a, a bunch of good role players. I actually yeah. like that. I actually like that. They just don't have any bigs. They picked up Javel McGee, but I don't think he can stop Joker or AD, but I like that. 
Yeah. Actually, like that. I think they could beat Denver. I think they could beat LA. I think they're in. They're in the race on all those. I always keep forgetting about the Kings. They're actually really. They're a sneakily good team. Yeah, we're gonna have an old California West Coast uh, final there. I love it. Yeah, Matt. All right, Gura, who do you got for the title? Uh, no, I don't ever think about that. I want to say Lakers because I have, you know, such a fucking simp for the Lakers, but I just don't see anyone beating. I feel like people could beat Milwaukee. I don't see people beating any team from the West. So if I'm going to have to pick a team, I'm going to go to the Los Angeles Lakers. This is their shot. Over over the Bucks. Yeah. I I do see a Bucks. I do see a Bucks Lakers finals for some weird reason. I also like have I've been having these dreams of this Celtic Laker. Did you watch Porzingis last night? I did. But whatever happened, he's looking like New York Porzingis, which is scary. But I don't trust his knees either. But he did his yeah. I mean the Celtics got way better. They yeah. got way better too. I don't know. I'm gonna say yeah, I'm gonna say Lakers. I'm gonna say Lakers. Lakers and whoever they play in the East because fuck the East. Lakers. Go. Yeah. So you're picking the, I'm putting between the lines. You're picking Lakers Bucks. All right. Uh I am picking Lakers Bucks. Picking I said that last year though too. Dude, you weren't far off. Well, you know, kind of I wasn't far. I was I yeah, like the Bucks. The Bucks shit the meta get yeah, Jimmy Butler just fucking morphed. So God. Well, I'm picking the same final but opposite results. I think Lakers are gonna go through the West. But yeah, man, the Bucks, god damn it, dude. I, I think Giannis Giannis is like he wants that second ring. That's what he's going for. He wants to get up the charts. So that's that's what I think is so bad. You think he's gonna leave? I think it depends on this year. I think he just wants more rings, you know. But uh, Dave, right. what's a good start for him to stay? Yeah, poor Dave, just stuck in Milwaukee. They they kind of they kind of did Dame dirty. He shouldn't have made it public. He should have went privately. And not that it's the man trade, but also this guy in Portland is he seems like he's a big asshole. Seems like he's an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. I know, dude. I thought people in Portland were nice. Drink coffee and No, that's what hipsters. See, hipsters pretend they're nice. Jamie. Hipsters pretend that they're that they're all sweet and loving and then they're all judgmental and fucking really mean people. That's a fucking secret from Andy Fresco. God damn it, man. Dude, well, Oh man, well my week is downhill from here, brother. My week is downhill from here, bro. I it's always I like <laughs> spend time with you, bro. And thank you, you know. I, I Every year, man, I appreciate you. I know you're gonna be on the Do it road again when uh, the playoffs come. Yeah, man, you're gonna be on the road rest of the year. People go see him, man. He's one of the best life acts in the world. I do not. I, I'd say that heart to my soul. One of the best life acts in the world. You're gonna be touring with many people, including our good dear friends, uh, sister Mikey Rose later this year at thefresco.com. Yeah, yeah, and come out to um, all the Nashville people. Come out November 2nd, Broken Bull. See you, brother. Later, Rob. Thanks. You have been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Thank you for tuning in.